of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up, everyone? I'm Tori. And I'm Anissa. And this is MTV's official challenge podcast where we go behind the scenes of the challenge, All Stars. So this week we're talking about the On the Ropes Challenge, the Lifesaver Twist, and an explosive exit. And we'll also be joined by the legendary challenger, Beth Stilarchik, and you don't want to miss it. All right, Tori, let's get started. All right, Anissa, well, you know what time it is. It's time for Time Bomb. So that is the... Tw- no, Tori, it's not time for the Time Bomb. Yeah, it is, Anissa. It's segment one. It's time for the Time Bomb, which is the 22-second recap in honor of the 22 badass challengers that came back on All-Stars, okay? Fine. And you're going first because you're the All-Star, okay? Here we go. All right. 22 okay. seconds. Are you ready, lady? And go! We got this weird on the ropes cha- on the ropes challenge, and it was really fucking scary. And our team had to go first, even though they shot it that we went second, but we went first. Anywho, went there, got a lot of bruises, dangled like a monkey, fell into the water. Then our team wins. Whoop whoop! Go team gold. Beth's team loses, and she has to go into elimination. And then um, Mark is the lifesaver. Thank God, but I knew that because he told me anyway. Because I'm sneaky sneaky. Done. And done. Then done. Done. After done. that, you did great. You did great. You did great. Thank you. You stuttered in the beginning, but it was solid recovery. Well, Tori, listen, I wasn't ready, and I was saying no to it before we started, so I think that's where my brain went. My brain went to no town. Okay, here we go. You ready? All right, 22 seconds, Tori, in three, two, one. All right, Anissa, don't worry. I'm going to pick up right where you left off. That's right. Mark gets the lifesaver. Is he going to use it? We don't know, but he definitely is the Burger King when he's walking around with that crown on and all those chains. That's right. He's asking everybody, do you want me to use the lifesaver? Everybody says yes. There's a 99% chance that women are going to say yes. It was a very interesting percentage challenge. We enjoyed watching it. Ruthie was safe from elimination because obviously she was with Mark and you know, so on and so forth. And anyway, the losing team, Beth has to go into elimination. We already knew that. Katie volunteers. That was terrible. You're done. That was so bad. 99% chance I've been doing third grade math. I wanted to let you know that I knew the word percentage. (laughs) I tried my best, Denisa. I gave it my best shot. And I love you. Um, What do you think the play of the day was? 
I'm going to give the play of the day to Mark because we have been waiting to figure out what the, well, I don't know. Like the play of the day. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? I may give the play of the day to John A. Yeah. I was going to say that because mama just had a baby like seven months ago. Yeah. Got up on those ropes and risked her booty cheeks for her team. She did that. So shout out to John A. She is my original little sister on the show. She has always been um, a beacon of hope and light. And she's just so sweet. And she really tried hard. And uh, mm-hmm. I just, I think it was great of her. I do too. She did kill it. I, I should have said that originally when I was thinking the Mark thing. But then I was, as I was speaking about Mark, I was like, was that the dirtiest deed though? Because inevitably it ended up being the cause for this entire blow up with Arissa, which was. Yeah. So Mark gets dirtiest deed. Okay. It Mark is quite, it is a play. It is a cool play. Yeah. But it definitely is the dirtiest deed because it's like, I mean, we knew he was going to use it. We just were pretending that we didn't know. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know if he's going to use it, but I love Mark and Mark trusts me. And Katie is one of my closest friends there. I, you know, and trying to ensure her that, that she's not going in. So. Yeah. And yeah. I definitely want to dive into that more because I'm so interested to know like what would, what it was like for you to like witness that being used and what you were thinking. But before we get into that, let's talk about this challenge on the ropes because Ugh. it was pretty scary. Like what? Tell me about it. What would give me the behind the scenes? So I'm on a team with Ruthie, number one. Um, I don't care if we have beef in the house when we have to play. We yeah. got to play. Mm-hmm. And I'm on a team with Yes, who's basically a tightrope walker. I'm with Derek, who will literally cut off his feet if it means we could win. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on a team with Mark, who is just really good at everything. And mm-hmm. I'm on a team with Ruthie, who's a little monkey. Like, she's so good with ropes, with climbing. Like, she's good. She's agile. Yeah. Um, and then you have me, who you know, like, I'm going to do it from a team. And I'm with Derek, yeah. who's like, you know, someone who I always root for. So I have a lot of pressure. You know, I'm on a team with a lot of people that I care about. Mm-hmm. Um, and watching, we went first, actually. So they That's switched so it and made it look like the team, the other team went first. But we did. So when I fell, mm. well, I didn't really fall. I held on to everything because I was waiting. I was adjusting myself based on whichever ropes he was going right. to pull. So I had to keep mm-hmm. switching up and down. Me falling was the best thing because it shortened time for my team because we were already ahead. Right. Oh, so, that's true. Yeah, so instead of shuffling back, I'm like, I'm just going to go. That makes sense. I already had burned the skin off my arms, and I was just like, fuck it. But um, it was pretty close because Kendall was flying through it. So mm-hmm. was Kelly Ann. I mean, those girls were doing amazing. Yeah. And then uh, the silver team ends up, you know, losing. And, and the thing with this is if you're a team captain and you lose, you automatically go in. So yeah. It's a yeah. bit of a twist. Yeah, which is a little terrifying. I mean, it was it was really interesting watching everybody go, but obviously one of the only people who really didn't give it their all was Katie because, I mean, it's warranted. She's hit herself multiple times in the face from falls, and you build up a fear to these things after doing them so many times. So, like, did you understand when she didn't want to do it? Listen, I love Katie. I didn't know it was going up the, on up there because I wasn't going against her, but, like mm-hmm. – if I know my team is about to kill it and I'm not going to do it, then I'd rather not waste the time and stand up there. You know? Right. And Katie, yeah. when she gets nervous, I wish you guys could see me. This is what her hands do. They shake. Oh, my God. So bad. It's really yeah. bad. It's, like, scary to mm-hmm. watch because she's like, I can't stop it. 
And she has that okay. fear, which is, yeah. you know, because you didn't see, like, she did a challenge where she fell and she had two black eyes. Yeah. Like, Katie has had some bad falls and it kind of got a little PTSD here. So, I mean, I'm a big fan of Katie. I will probably never say anything bad about her unless it's to her face because we pretend fight all the time. But I really do adore her. She's one of my favorite people to be around. Mm -hmm. So um, she can do no wrong in my eyes. Yeah. Well, you know, she owns up to it, right? Like, we get to this deliberation, Mm -hmm. and she's like, don't even worry about voting anybody else in. I was scared. I'm not afraid to go into elimination. Send me in. And she does this with, like, bravery but you know it does creep into the viewer's mind right like i'm not there but you know she's got a history with mark do you think she did that like pulled a valiant move like that because she knew she was going to be saved i mean we clearly talked about it before she went in i'm like uh talk to mark he's definitely going to use this there's a 99 percent chance he's going to use this lifesaver even if you do vote yourself in which is the right thing to do because we Mm -hmm. are playing this game this you know game of integrity she was like Okay. (laughs) Right. So it made it easy for her. She was like, all right, I'll do the right thing. I'll vote myself in. Everyone will be happy. And then Mark's going to slide through and do the dirtiest deed of the day and see what this lifesaver is all about. I mean, don't you want to know what this lifesaver is about? I do. And I was there. 100%. I'm so happy that he pulled it. I'm so happy that he did that. Because we were sitting there like, do we do it? Did, does Mark do it? Does Because it wouldn't make sense to win the lifesaver and then have to make the, that just difficult decision. Right. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. I think it was – I think it was pretty epic. So after Katie votes herself in, we get to the elimination. Mm-hmm. And we see what looks like four, four train cars and a rope. Mm-hmm. I mean – I want to do this elimination. I mean, you would cre- The minute it. I saw it. It looks like yeah. ours in a way, right? Yeah. They were like, pull this. Because when TJ explained it, you got to pull it, punch it, mm-hmm. and then do wall balls over it. I'm like, well, I do CrossFit. I love wall balls because your girl gets deep. Yeah. And I can punch through sheetrock. Oh, I got to do it a couple times? Easy. Easy. Like, who wants to fuck with me? Yeah. Like, I totally, like, yeah. kind of got, like, a boner watching this. I was like, this is really... <laughs> A cloner. This was really exciting. I'm so dead. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah, it was. It looked when I when I initially saw that, I literally thought to myself, oh, Anissa would kill this. Like, it looks like it looks like you would absolutely murder it. So it must have been cool to see it. I'm surprised, you know, that like, well, okay. before we even go there, after Mark decided to use the lifesaver, what did you think was initially going to happen? That maybe the person down there got to pick their their opponent. Yeah. And so I in no way thought we mm-hmm. were going to have to vote again. Me either. So when we did, I mean, you heard me. And thank you, Paramount Plus, for not censoring anything because I'm like, ah, fuck. <laughs> you know? yeah, like, just, yeah. No, I don't want this to happen. Yeah. And I immediately am like, Beth, who do you want? Because I don't want to put it on myself. Right. Because I was going to pick Kendall anyway. Clearly, if you're, I don't know if you guys are watching the same show I was on, but um, Kendall's been doing really well. Yeah, she's good. And in a final, I i mean, I gave the most, I feel like the most advanced challenge answer when I voted because no, everyone just said a name. And I'm like, this person's going to be a, a threat in the future. You know, like giving right. them this long drawn out speech. Right. And I'm like, Kendall. And then here comes my best girl, Hasella, like, um, what you're not going to do yeah. is say my friend's name. I love that. And I'm like, oh, <gasps> The loyalty yes. is so real. The loyalty was real. It really is. Yeah, you yeah. can see it. And it's awesome. 
it was just crazy because I was not ready to vote anyone. And it's just, I didn't want to vote Orissa in. And I've known her for a long time. And yeah. I just felt like it was a, you know, stab in the back when there are people that I'm not as cool with that are more threatening to throw in. Yeah. You know, I was thinking long term. Yep. Because if Beth had a good chance of winning, you know, I wanted to throw somebody in there who she could take out. Absolutely. You know, I listen, I, everybody has their reason. Politics comes into play, especially when you have your own vote. So I think that you just got to follow your heart and do whatever you believe in. Um, but anyway, Arissa ends up going in regardless. Like you didn't even vote for her and she got enough votes, enough people honored what Beth wanted. And Arissa mm-hmm. ends up going in. What was it like to see her get angry like that? Because I was scared watching it and I was behind a screen. I mean, she was ready to go. Yeah. She was so over it. Um, But I also didn't think she was having the best time there. You know what I mean? And that was her time to, you know, put in that work. Yeah. Um, But she was like, no, if I could box her, I'm like, I mean, you literally could just punch through the walls and take it out on the walls. Right. Punch through them. Yeah. But um, I think she was just pissed off, you know, Mm -hmm. and I don't think she was expecting it. And no one wants to hear everybody say their name. And TJ... I mean, was like, see ya. Like, he hates. No, see ya never. See ya never. Yeah. He. Don't. He said, don't take care. See ya never. He's savage. He's so savage. Fucking shout out to TJ for always telling us how you feel. (laughs) He is so savage, man. And like, he, he doesn't like quitters, you know? And I think you're right. Like, Arissa had the chance there to. Yeah, maybe she. I don't. I don't know. I mean, like, maybe she wanted to take it out on on Beth. Like physically, but at the same time, like you said, she could have just done it on the elimination. It was a punching elimination anyway. So I don't know, man. I mean, I'm sure Beth was really happy because she ended up winning. And that's why we are so lucky to be talking to her on this episode of the podcast. So ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned because we're going to dive into this elimination, into this episode and more with Beth when we return. They say time waits for no one, and neither should payday. Challengers wait a whole season just to find out if they're going home with the gold and the paycheck. But for everyone else, the money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. Up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Earnin is designed to support you in the short term and long term. Access your own money on your own schedule and cover what counts. From a special night out with Bay to a last minute gift or an unexpected vet visit for your furry friend. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in MTV under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. That's MTV under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust Member FDIC. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. 
the all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. All right, folks. This is the time we've all been waiting for. One of our favorite parts of the podcast is to interview an interesting human being. This woman has been around for a while. I will call her a pioneer of sorts because Ooh. she is that blonde bombshell. I guess the original one. Mm-hmm. Her name is Beth. You may know her. She's one of our favorites. Definitely a fan favorite. Um I'm so happy to have you on the podcast, but so happy that you are back on our screens. Yes. Hi, Beth. Welcome. Uh, thank you, guys. So happy to be here. The world has definitely missed you, Beth. I think that you are one of the more and most memorable cast members, I think, that's that's done the challenge. So thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us. Yeah, well, you know, I, I'm super excited to uh, watch all these shows and um, see how everything unfolds and it's it's fun to be back totally it's fun to be reunited with you anisa oh thanks <laughs> tori and i have a similar situation where we kind of started kind of okay and then on the rocks and now we're best friends so <laughs> i do believe that sometimes you know the shittiest of starts uh become the most beautiful of endings so I'm glad that we can sit here and talk and and I have your back and I was definitely a big fan of yours this season. Yes. Thank you. Watching you is watching you is always amazing because I love first of all the intro is like you're like I'm old. Cyrus is like no you're not. Like you're killing it still. But the one thing that I think is just like so awesome about you to watch is that you always step up to the plate like you don't ever really back down and we really got to see that in this episode which was really really cool because it's like you're proving to people no matter what no matter what age you are no matter how long it's been since you've seen the challenge you step up you do it so it's awesome to watch you just like do it what what was it like for you to come back and for you to see all these challenges again and then you know be face to face with it again were you scared I mean look it's been a long time since I've done a challenge it's been um I thought it was 12, but it's actually been 13 years since I've been back. So I was a little, you know, when, when you've been out of something for such a long time, it's kind of scary to, to jump back in. And um, 
I had to face a lot of fears uh, yes. during the challenge. And, you know, I just, I just wanted to challenge myself and get through it. I've got a really good way of, of focusing my fear into being fearless. And uh, I'm proud of myself for that. So <laughs> I think everyone is because I, I think that, you know, for people who did challenges with you before, and a lot of us have like, no one likes heights. Okay. Yeah. Especially over water, you know, yeah. no one likes to fall awkwardly. So you are not alone in your fear. I think that you are just more self-aware and you're able to say, Hey, this is scary, you know, and a lot of people won't, but saying that, I know that the last challenge you did was gauntlet three. Um, do you think the challenge has changed a lot since then? Uh, like versus like the all-stars or versus the well, challenge? I mean, all-stars seriously like doing it. It's still like, it's still the challenge. Like it's still what yeah. we do. Yeah. It, yeah. It's not that different. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, still look, I mean it's, still, it's still a real challenge. <laughs> it's definitely still a real challenge. I felt like it was the same thing. Although, you know, I was told that it wasn't going to be a normal challenge. I was oh. told it was be backyard games. <laughs> the old backyard games trick to get you yeah. to come back I on think, the show. <laughs> I think it was great yes. that it wasn't. I think it was great that it wasn't because you see all these moms and hot mom, by the way. I wish you guys could see Beth right now. She looks gorgeous. Yes. You went up there and did shit that people, you know, like, it was it was challenging. Everything was scary. Everything was hard. Like you weren't doing anything easy. No. It was scary. And you know, also, I mean, the way the show is edited, it made it seem like I went at the end. No, 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 no. I went first. <laughs> I went first, people. I went first. And wow. so I'm sorry, but I mean, when you're doing a challenge and you get to kind of and Anisa, you went first against us yeah right? we, went we were first, first yeah. yeah so we were first interesting and so everybody got to watch me everybody got to watch anisa mm -hmm. do it first but and you were the first two women to go period yeah and i just remember i was like cheering i was cheering anisa on she, she was she was fierce up there on the road <laughs> yes anisa yeah. I, I was trying and i wanted to cheer for beth because i was cheering for beth the whole season like anytime we did something scary i was like all right let me cheer for her because one everybody needs somebody to like cheer for them and two it kind of kept me a little i was kind of like telling myself like chill out too but i didn't get to because i was too busy like trying to be like a little monkey on the ropes and then i fell so i couldn't really watch beth's turn unfortunately but I know that she gave her all because you really have been giving her all this season. Yeah, especially on the ice block challenge. Can we just talk about that for a minute? Because that was <laughs> so much fun to watch. I was like, I cannot. They're going in. Like, Beth, what was it like for you to kind of like get up there and, you know, ice, I melt that ice? <laughs> I mean, look, I, I, I was in it to win it, okay? And yeah. so I was doing anything. I was taking my brain to a different place, to a different mm -hmm. planet. What planet? Get the job done. What planet, Beth? What planet? Yeah, I want to go to that planet later. What planet was that? On planet Beth, okay? <laughs> I, was having, I, was, I was having fun, and I wanted to melt that ice. And, you know, again, you know, in the challenge universe, there's no clocks. And we were finished before everybody. And we were like, worst case scenario, 
They're going to totally get us for like 10 minutes because some of our plaques had cracks in them. Mm. So we counted like 10 minutes and then we didn't mm. win. I call win. some bullshit, but that's okay. Cause it's, you know, it's a joke <laughs> and that's okay. And I'm not going to make a big stink about it, but it would have totally changed the whole game had we won. But anyway, it's okay. Listen, well, you know what else is bullshit? The amount of time we have to talk to our families. I am not a wife, nor do I have children. But I know that it's hard being away from home. And we saw this episode that you got to talk to your family. How hard was it to like be away from them? I mean, look, it was super hard to be away from them. And, you know, late nights, a lot of people would stay up. I didn't stay up late every night. I think I did once or twice. But all the other nights, while everybody was like drinking and partying, I was like in my room, like, writing notes to my kids and eating Oreos. That's what I was doing. <laughs> well, you gotta do what you have. This is what my son, what my kids used to do in preschool. Like when they missed mommy and daddy, they would yeah, like write yeah. a note. Like, I miss you, mommy. This is <laughs> and that's what I was doing at the challenge. <laughs> Well, that's, that's good. So cute. You have to find things to make yourself feel comforted when you're there because, you know, like we saw it with Arissa, it can be really drastic to like go from living your everyday family life, doing your normal routine to then going living in a house with not strangers, but people that, you know, you haven't lived with in a long time. So like, I don't, I don't judge you for going to write notes to your kids. I mean, like, why not? Did you bring a bunch of pictures of them with you? Did you like set up a little space for yourself in the, in the house? You know, I didn't, and I should have, mm-hmm. but I did not do that. But I, yeah, I was, I was constantly writing, writing notes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's just, it's, it's difficult to be away, but you know what? They can at least watch you on Netflix now because two seasons right? that you competed in are on Netflix. You have the Inferno 2 and then the Duel. So like, have your kids ever watched that or do you not let them? I mean, I'd rather they not watch. My daughter is 12 now, and she did find some of the shows to watch. And I was like, oh. and I explained to her, like, uh, Julia, mommy's playing a game. This right. is a game. This is not real mm-hmm. life. This is not how I act in real life. Mm-hmm. And it's a game. So please don't take any of it seriously. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not, I don't really want her watching this current show, part, you know, parts of the current show, just because it's for mature audiences. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> totally. No, but I get that. We are different when we're on the show. And yeah. that's one good thing. I think about like older cast members or people that have done it back in the day. Like we've been able to separate the game and reality. I think yeah. it works. It works well to like balance out your life. And I think you're your like mental well-being like how you feel about yourself and things like when you can separate the two worlds yeah and I think you do a great job at that like you leave you have your life you have your you have your lashes which are amazing we will talk about them (laughs) later Um, but you have your kids like you have the these really important big things at home and then you can come on the game and you know do your shit and then separate yeah I mean honestly like I I'm when I'm in the game and like I took the game very seriously and I wasn't going to let anybody down and I definitely wasn't going to let any of my team down when I'm I'm giving it my all and I was going to do everything and I wasn't going to wimp out doing anything and Mm -hmm. um, yeah and I don't know why I I feel badly that Arissa freaked out like that Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What was that like? Were you scared when she like, I feel like, yeah, you have to call somebody out. You know, it's a smart thing to do because then you're probably going to get who you want because a lot of people didn't expect to vote. So they're like, why not honor Beth by giving her what she wants? It's a really easy way to say somebody's name without getting your hands really dirty. So well, first of all, Tori, like uh-huh. have people. I mean, Anissa, Anissa didn't vote for her, but that's OK. <laughs> But like, well, yeah, but, but like, it felt so, so good for like people to have my back. Yeah. Cause I'm not used to that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not used to that at all. But so Beth, I was the first one to scream. Like, pardon me? I was the first one to be like, Beth, who do you want though? Cause I had to kick it off. Like, okay, well if I'm going to vote, at least take that into account. I knew that the majority of people had no problem saying Arissa's name. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just felt bad cause you know, you don't want everyone to say your name. You know, I think that just came from that had nothing to do with you. I yeah. didn't. I think you were going to be great at that elimination. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, look, it's going to be hard to beat you. When I saw that elimination, I was super confident. And yeah. so I didn't have any fear at all. I mean, it sucks being down there. Right. But I was mm-hmm. focusing. I was focusing on on winning. And I think Arissa sensed that she said some kind of crazy things to me down there. Yeah. And I, mm-hmm. I didn't even respond to her. Right. And um, I mean, that was scary, though. Like if somebody was coming down there and they would be like, can I box her? I would be scared. Like even if that person didn't scare me, just that that energy is kind of like scary. Yeah. I wasn't scared. Mm-hmm. And she kept okay. saying that she wanted to box me. She wanted to punch me. But when we were standing down there and they didn't show it, she said, I'm going to end you, bitch. <gasps> I would have laughed. And TJ and I just looked at each other like. I would have laughed. Like, I didn't even <laughs> respond. I didn't look at her. I didn't flinch. I'm not afraid of her. I'm not afraid of anybody. I'm here to play a, a fucking game. Okay? Right. Listen, it's a right. game. Right. right. Sometimes doing nothing game. is more powerful than doing something. You know, saying nothing mm-hmm. speaks volumes. Uh-huh. You know, when you show that you're unaffected, the other person's like shit. And that's wasted energy on their part of yeah. like just, you know, trying to I get it. Like it's a game. We're competitive. We may talk mm-hmm. our shit, you know. So I think you did yeah. the right thing and the mature thing because that's not who you are, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you like, did what you had. To I, it's like I wasn't trying to like intimidate her by like, I want that bitch Arissa. Get her ass down here. Like, I didn't, yeah. I didn't do that. I wasn't trying to scare her or spook her, you know. But that's not you. Right. If you would have said that, I would have been like, "Who the who the fuck is this person?" Like, <laughs> this isn't the Beth I know. The whole right. time, like Beth. <laughs> I mean, look, I feel like Katie and I are a lot alike. I'm a totally chill person, but if somebody confronts me and comes after me, I will go crazy out of my mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I won't. I won't tolerate it, and I'll go crazy. And so, yeah, so I, I, I can't, I do have the ability to get crazy if somebody comes for me like that, but otherwise I won't, I just, I, yeah. I won't do that. So, and in this case, I did not do that with Arissa. All I did yeah. was ask to go against her. And I was super right. happy that a lot of people supported me and, and, and gave me what I wanted. So thank you. And, well, I also felt like another reason why I, I want her, like, look, I, I mean, Kendall and I are not the best of friends, but Kendall did really well on that challenge. And as much as I, you know, didn't like her at that point, because I thought she lied about the whole platform. Well, she did. <laughs> she um, did lie. I did 
didn't, I didn't say her name and I told her I wasn't going to say her name. I could have said her name and I didn't because right. I thought she did a good job. I wasn't going to say Anissa's name. Anissa kicked ass in that channel. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and right. I didn't think, you know, I just feel like Arissa's performance overall up to that point, she was not doing really well. And um, I just thought that people, there were people there that wanted it more than she did. Yeah. So that's why I, that's why I chose her. And were you like prepared? Cause like, obviously we didn't know what TJ was going to say after Mark decided to use the lifesaver. Like we didn't know if it was going to be you pick somebody or if it was going to be everybody vote for somebody or if Mark was going to have to pick. So like, what did you originally think was going to happen when that lifesaver was played? And then did you have Arissa in the back of your mind just in case you had to pick? Oh, I always knew I wanted Arissa. Mm -hmm. I always knew I wanted Arissa. I knew that Mark was going to pick the lifesaver and so I wanted, I wanted Katie to go in initially because I knew she was going to get saved by Mark and I wanted mm. Katie to be saved. Well, yeah. That's nice of yeah. you. Yeah. And I love that Mark played it too. Oh, Mark wanted to. And he was like, why'd they give us a lifesaver if we're not going to use it? You know, yeah, I also yeah. think that he knew he wasn't going to put you in a bad position if he used it because there were options for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before going in, because you knew you were. Yeah. Was there anything you were hoping for, like a puzzle or physical or was there like a dream elimination, maybe one from the past, maybe a new one in your brain? Like, what did you want to do? Um, I'm 100 percent confident of anything on the ground. Yeah, yeah. I get that. Anything <laughs> on the ground, I can run, I can, I can do everything. Hmm. It's just if it's something where, you know, I'm like, have to climb 20 feet up in the air to like grab something, right. you know, that's scary. I would do it, but I'm just saying that's, that's to me, that's scary. Mm -hmm. Like unless you're Alton. Yeah. Unless you're Alton. <laughs> then it's fine. Unless you're Alton. Yeah, exactly. Alton is like the professional climber. I am not. I think you would be um, great at puzzles or something. Cause I feel like your brain yeah. just works like that. Like you see things. Yeah. In a no, I'm way. good at puzzles. I'm great at math. Um, I, I do that stuff on the daily with my kids. Yeah. All that stuff is super fresh to me. Yeah. I think being a parent's kind of like a secret superpower that people don't take into account. Like you're playing with your kids. You are being patient with your kids. You know, you have to worry about someone else before you all the time, every day. Yeah. Like, I think it definitely adds like a notch on your belt as being a challenger. Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm, I'm doing math all the time with my kids. Like right now, <laughs> yeah. my son is doing fractions. Well, Tori needs your help. Tori's yeah. so bad at math. Tori needs <laughs> you, Beth. Yeah, no, and I'll tell you what. I mean, I, I couldn't remember fractions at all, but now I'm like, dude, I know everything about fractions. <laughs> Tori, get over there. Tori, if there's go. ever if there's ever an an old school with the new school pair up team, Beth, I'm calling you out. You're gonna be my partner. Cause I need some fraction help. <laughs> and addition and multiplication. First challenge, I was doing a lot of the math for the first challenge. Yeah. And so. that division looked hard. There was, that division looked hard. Well, it's hard if you can't write it down right. as well. You have to, like, remember the numbers. I mean, that that gets, like, super tricky. But we, ha we had the math pro, yes. And oh, so, so good. He, he, like, double and triple checked everything because I was like, oh, my gosh, what if I got it wrong? But it was great. He, like, he checked everything. So You definitely <laughs> yeah. killed that one. How did you uh, prepare for this season? Cause you thought it was backyard games, but yeah. I think you prepared for anything. <laughs> well, yeah, look, I mean, I'm prepared for anything and I'm still training and working out just in case I get another call. Like, yes. 
if I get Go the call, um, I'm ready. Yes. yes Stay ready. That. You don't have to get ready. Uh, oh I'm God. ready. So, um, yeah, if I, if I get a call at the last minute for anything. Yeah. I think that's what a lot of people miss is like that kind of confidence, Beth. Like yeah. more women should be that confident. Like, totally. fuck it. This is it. This is me. And if you're if they want me, um, put me in, coach. Yeah. yeah. And you know what I think, too, Beth? Like you also have a lot of experience, which is really mm-hmm. cool. Like you've competed in so many challenges and like plenty of eliminations. But like so they've prepared you. But like which elimination in the past do you think is your favorite that you've ever competed in? I love reverse tug of war. OK, yeah, I love okay. it. I I've got I, for whatever reason, like my lower body is just super strong. I love that. My yeah. lower body is really, really strong. And I mean, I remember I remember on one of the challenges, like all the girls wanted to get rid of me. And so there was a team challenge where we were all together on ropes and they wanted to get all, it was 10 girls and all of them wanted to get me out of the circle. And they all tried together oh. to get me out of the circle and they couldn't do it. <laughs> all of them. We're all trying to get someone to get, to get, get the key. Yeah. Yeah. We wanted one yeah, girl to get the key that we could that. trust and we didn't know yet. But then we ended up working together, Beth. So everything <laughs> everything worked itself out. That was a weird and, first challenge. And also that that log one that I did with Svetlana, like I killed her. I fucking killed her. She it was, was yeah. like crying. It was a weird one screaming everything and then they dq'd me i was like what are you effing kidding me right now like i tori you would have smashed her killed her like if i wouldn't have been dq'd for i mean that was just crazy but like i i would have made it to the final Wow. Yeah, because it was a it was a carabiner, <laughs> but it was on like a key like you know when they make you an extra key they put on that really chintzy like key ring yeah that, like is like a paper clip they had yeah. it on that attached to a rope. So you had to unclip the carabiner from that. But the thing mm. was, if you even pulled on the flag a little bit, you would have broken it. So they yeah, wanted you to like, hold it there. I felt like it was on purpose. Like the, the whole challenge was to like push that log. That was the challenge. But the first person that was going to get to that flag, it was going to rip. So it just wasn't interesting. Fair. It wasn't fair. It wasn't oh, fair. Oh, that's <laughs> a bummer. He got sent home too. I think he got DQ'd on that as well. Yeah, CT got DQ'd on it too. I think anybody who pulled on it, it, you had to be so delicate. I'm like, who in the middle of a super physical elimination is going to take the time? Like, could you hold on one second, please? I have to bend down and unclip my carabiner from this really, really delicate paper clip thing. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Well, Beth, I'm, I'm really curious, like, after coming back and being in the challenge house all this time, was there anything easier about being there this time? easier well i mean i actually like there were people there that i liked that actually liked me back yeah yeah, yeah. totally that's a new concept uh so I, new concept. I i enjoyed that there weren't there were not any mean girls in particular mm-hmm. and so that was kind of nice it was it was pretty enjoyable it was pretty enjoyable i'd have to say yeah <laughs> i think the girls collectively looked up to beth Especially like Jamie and things like that. When you come back, I think it's just a, a, a new and different appreciation for people, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't think people were 
gunning for you. And hopefully Mean Girls have, you know, evolved into nice adults. We can only pray. Look, Anissa, this, this is the whole thing. Like, if I'm on a challenge, I want to earn my keep. Mm-hmm. Right? And I want to support everybody that was, like, doing well. And, like, people that are... I'm nice to people that are nice to me. Mm-hmm. And I'm fair. I was trying to, like, vote people in. Like, anytime I had a chance to vote, I was trying to be fair. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't going to play dirty. Um you know, it might've pissed me off if somebody was trying to gun for me, if I didn't deserve to be going in. Like I was the, I was the team captain. So, Hey, you know what? I deserve to go in. I wasn't going to like freak out and be all pissed off about it. It is what it is. But mm-hmm. like, if somebody would have, if somebody would have picked me and I clearly was not the weakest girl there. Yeah. It would have seriously pissed me off. Yeah. And I, you know, see how she said weakest girl there. It's part of just the terminology of the challenge, folks. And you know what? We know that. We know that, Anissa. So, Beth, you might not know this, but last season, me and Anissa got targeted because we also agree, like, we we didn't target the weaker girls, but we were just, you know, saying, oh, this is not the strongest individual in the house. And we got targeted yeah. for that we had to go up against each other so it's it's just so interesting like hearing a vet talk about the game because that's what i respect about the game is hearing you guys speak about it i've learned so much from watching all these older seasons and just like going back and reliving and like it's just crazy how some people come into the game and don't recognize that there's been so many years that have built up this franchise to be what it is and you're part of that like mm-hmm. it, it's it's amazing to like like just watch you come in and like you say, just like own it when it's time, when it's your time to go, just like be a boss woman about the entire thing. And then like, I don't know. I just, I'm a fan. I love watching you. It's, it's just awesome. You just have a great energy about you. So yeah. Tori, you okay over there? (laughs) I didn't have anything against Arissa. I just thought that she was, she was weak in the game and she was super grouchy in the house. Mm -hmm. Listen, Um, you don't have to explain yourself. You know, that's what you thought in the moment would work for you. And, to be honest, it did. And you won your elimination and you're still in the game to fight. Yeah. Win's a win, girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what can you do? So was there anyone that you wished was there but didn't come? Uh, I was disappointed because I, I also thought there was going to be like a lot of old school people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was looking around on the bus, like, oh shit, I'm the oldest person here. Like, why am I the oldest person here? Like, where's New York? Where are some other people from my cast? Uh, San Francisco, London. I mean, what's what's happening here? Like, let's get where's some other Eric Nice? Yeah, where's Eric Nice? I mean, I wanted, <laughs> I really wanted Eric Nice. Okay, Me I too. have on Eric Nice. I just I could stare at Eric Nice all day. Yeah, I just want to learn about Tantra and sitting Indian style for hours talking. I wanted to to, like lay on the grass in between (laughs) me, Maya and Eric. That would have been did a little breath work, you know? Yeah. But at least you had Cyrus like you and Cyrus seem to be so close. So will you just Mm -hmm. like take us through how you guys grew to be such good friends? Yeah, I mean, I've known I've known Cyrus since the 90s and we're really great friends and we talk all the time. He comes over, we hang out. Yeah. We meet, you know, I'll, I'll meet him for a drink sometimes. It's nice. Yeah. It's nice. What an experience to share with like a good friend like that, that you know so well. And I'm sure that you guys like talked like secret Alliance stuff before you came in. Cause you kind of have to, right? Like, I mean, look, I mean, I'm, 
I'm sure a lot of people had like a lot of strategy. I mean, honestly, I didn't. I came in there with an open heart. And of course I had Cyrus's back and some other people's backs there. But I wanted I wanted to be, I was gonna play the game fair and anybody who who stuck up, you know, who supported me, I was gonna support them back. I love that. I really love that. I, I honestly, I honestly was gonna was going to do that. That's that's how I that's how I wanted to play the game. And if I was gonna win that five hundred thousand dollars, it was gonna be because I deserved to win. And I wanted somebody who was gonna win that money you know, again, somebody that deserved to win that money and not somebody that had to like scheme and like really fuck somebody over in order to get it. If you really mm -hmm. have to swindle and be a snake in order to get that money, you probably don't deserve to win. I don't yes. know. Always felt like that's that, my opinion. But... That's my opinion. Like if you if you can perform well in the challenges, you're gonna get that money. And anybody... I think that's an I think that's an old school perspective too, like you yeah. know, and have integrity and like somebody who deserves yeah. to win. Now it's like, yo, if you can be a sneaking, conniving piece of shit, then then you you played a good game. You deserve it. Not like, oh, yeah. wow, that person's been through a lot of shit in life and has been so kind and has worked so hard. They really deserve it. You know, that it's such a difference in the generations, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That that challenge you guys do is 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 pretty cutthroat. Oh, it's evil. <laughs> it We're playing with the devil, damn it. <laughs> I mean, it that's is why you get is, you one know? really good friend and you latch onto them like a leech and then you suck oh, all the happiness God. out of them or you like transfer <laughs> happiness between each other. You just yeah. need one good friend. Yeah. Yeah. And, gets... and you know, it's, it's amazing when you do have that. But, you know, all in all, the experience of the show is obviously incredible. Like, I think anybody, mm -hmm. new school, old school, when you step on that, in that arena or when you step and you see TJ, like it just kind of like, it's this magical experience. And, you know, it's just, it's so beautiful. So like, what do you feel like you took away from this experience personally that you maybe didn't take away from previous seasons? Gosh. Um, Good question. Gosh, I mean, so many things. I don't even know where to start. I mean, first of all, like I thought it was amazing that I felt like a lot of people have changed mm -hmm. and they were kinder and more open. Um, so I thought that was cool. And just being able to challenge myself. I mean, I, I honestly feel like, yeah, I mean, when, when you get older, obviously like you're declining and you're going downhill, but honestly, like, I feel like I'm getting better, stronger, faster every day. Yes. And the fact that I could like go there and like challenge myself at my age, I mean, who gets the opportunity to do that? Like, I just, I just thought it was super cool that I got to do that. And, um, it was a great experience and I would, I would do it again in a heartbeat. Yes. Wow. A little inspiration, you. Yes, I love it. There are definitely women at home like, yo, I can do it. I mean, mm -hmm. I think the I think the challenge is like a time capsule that we're stuck in because you do look amazing. And people yeah. like, I mean, not even for your age. I mean, you look great, period. And it's just like, I think we get frozen in time. Some of us. Only some of us. Some of you out there, not so sure. But just speaking of us three right now, because it's all about us. It's all about Beth, really. Yeah, Beth. You yeah. still look great, and I'm sure inspire so many mommies and so many women that think when they get older they can't do anything. Like life doesn't stop, 
after 40. I mean, look, it's hard. It's hard. Sometimes it's hard to get out of bed some days and you're, you feel like I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and life is tough and I've definitely been there, but I, I just know if I can do it, that so many other women, so many other women can do it. And, um, it sucks getting old. I'm not going to lie. It's not fun getting old. Oh, damn it. <laughs> yeah. But look at all the things but, uh, you've accomplished and been through yeah. and, and persevered. And then look at your family. Your husband's yeah. delicious. Your kids are <laughs> scrumptious. I mean, they are beautiful children. Thank like you. that's an accomplishment. You're working like, I mean, three, a wife, two kids, that's three jobs plus yeah. your job outside of that. Like whatever you're, you created these lashes that are amazing. Like you have always yeah. been like super innovative. You've always done things on your own. You get, you are a doer. So. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I mean, part of the reason why I designed my lashes is because I was sad of the way my my eyes were looking, my eyes were looking old and um, I was, I've got a really bad hooded eye and I did not want to get plastic surgery. Like I'm scratching and clawing. Like I don't want to get plastic surgery. Mm-hmm. And so I was looking for a product. What could make my eyes look better? I needed like a quick fix and I could not find anything. I was a totally frustrated consumer. Like, no, I'm not getting an eye lift. Mm-hmm. And so I, I designed these lashes. I talked to some makeup artists and um, and designed where every strand goes on the lash. So it gives like an instant eye lift and my eyes pop. And I do look so much younger when I wear them. You can definitely tell a difference it's when amazing. I have my lashes on and when I have my lashes off and everyone's like, did she get a facelift? No, it's my lashes. And people are like, get the fuck out of here. I'm like, no, that's what it is. On your face. What are you doing to your skin? That's not it. It's my lashes. My lashes make me make me look and feel beautiful. And so mm-hmm. that's why I glow because they make me they, they look better. My eyes like are like this, eyes. This it's is so awesome. Please no, she is I a need, genius. She I need to genius. get some. I, I want to promote these. I want to. Yeah. I want to promote these. I want to get a pair for my mom. Like, oh, oh my gosh, where can we find these lashes? Because I wish I was wearing them right now. Same. <laughs> so, um, so I've got a website which is illusionlashesbeverlyhills.com, which is great. And then I'm also um, in discussions with um, with Rachel Zoe. Yeah, we're going to be available um, on her uh, curator site. That's um, amazing, Beth. Yes. Go talking about getting older, so I can't get out of bed. Come on, girl. <laughs> you're on. You're on Netflix. You're on Paramount Plus. You're doing the damn thing, and you have these amazing eyelashes, and you're a great mommy. There's so many accomplishments right there. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so That's much. So awesome. And you know, I, I look forward to uh, doing another challenge soon. Yeah, with hopefully. you and that and uh, Tori. I've never met you before. It's been a pleasure to meet you here now, and I've watched you like a creep in the woods <laughs> in, the, in, in the least creepy way possible. So it's been an honor to seriously get to know you, and I cannot wait to get these lashes and to put them on my page so everyone can see them because how exciting, and you're such an inspiration. And yes, yeah, it's illusion. Like, it's, been, it's been awesome to talk to you, Beth. Seriously, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much, ladies. I appreciate it. Where can people follow you on um, social media? Oh, so I'm uh, I'm at Beth's Real World on Instagram, and then on Twitter I'm MTV Beth, I think. 
Yeah. I'm such a dino. Like I totally understand. <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> I no, you guys, I like totally like I can wrap my head around Instagram. I love it. It's positive. Everybody's cool. And like Twitter, like I just don't get it. Yeah. Like it's like it's, it's all about central. Like I just don't understand it. It like I can't wrap my head around. You know, around. it's just not so fun. <laughs> You know, and it's maybe not. we're more visual, but like, yeah. I feel like Twitter's for trolls. Like, I feel like it's that place where people, you never have to see their face, but they want to talk a lot of shit about you. So Agreed. I yeah. want to go where the positivity is. Just like, yeah, you. I like, the, you know, Instagram is my vibe. I love Instagram. Yeah. And then I also have a, a new Instagram site up for my lashes, which is Illusion Lashes Beverly Hills. Um, so yeah, you know, come and come and chat with me on Instagram or Twitter. Yes. Thank you so much, Beth. Oh, it's been a pleasure. You're an absolute angel and such an inspiration. So thank you again so much. You're a rock star. Yes. Thank you, Beth. Thank you. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. It's always a good time to talk to Beth. She has years and years of experience. This definitely uh, was her episode to shine. And I'm so happy that she gave us all of the secrets and magic in her life. So thank you, Beth, for taking your time out to talk to us and let 
the listeners know how you felt about that episode. Yes, totally. She's awesome. It was a pleasure to have her on. And she gave us so much inside scoop of like what was happening in the challenge house. But Anissa, it's challenge confidential. And that's where you have to spill one of those secrets from something that we don't know about what's going on in filming. So Anissa, what do you got for us today? Give us some funny little secret. So when you live in a house with a bunch of people, you tend to learn different things about them. Mm-hmm. Um, I found out and baby, don't take this the wrong way. Oh, that no. Latarian likes to eat in his sleep. What does so that he'll mean? wake up and be like, I guess I ate cookies. <gasps> like, wake up with like cookie crumbs. Like, what? 2 a.m., just snacking. His cellar would tell me, yeah. This is like stepbrothers when they like go into the kitchen and they're like pouring coffee. Yes. <laughs> and they put the pillow in the fucking fridge. Yes. No. Yes. Latarian eats in his sleep. Yes, Nani does it too, but yeah, there are a lot <gasps> of people. Yes, she would have like little snacks in her sleep, like gummies or chocolate. He would eat like Oreos or cookies. This is a thing? People do this? I didn't know sleep eating sounds dangerous. I mean, Latarian, there were other things that could have kept you busy at 2 a.m. besides snacking on cookies, and that's me. You heard it here first. <laughs> oh, um, wait, are you, are you saying no. that something's going to happen? Like what? No, I just adore Latarian, and oh. I think he's a good dude, and... Just because he eats cookies in bed. I don't know, Lisa. I'm seeing you blush a little bit. I think there might be something. I mean, I may have a crush on him. I don't know. He may have a crush on me. We don't know yet. Okay. We'll just well. have to stay tuned to find out if uh, there's some more cookie play. Hey! <laughs> or if Latarian turns into the cookie monster. Oh, my <laughs> God. I can't do <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead with your bacon self. Not bacon, like baking. <laughs> that was bad. I know. It's okay. Oh, okay. That was really bad, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Anissa, where can people follow you and support you and ask you questions about the cookie monster? And send me cookies. In my, you know what? Send Tori cookies in her DM. But here yeah. is my Anissa MTV. That's A-N-E-E-S-A-M-T-V on Instagram. And the same on Twitter, but, you know, you guys already know. I'm really rarely there. And, Tori, where can mm-hmm. they find you? You guys can find me at Tori <laughs> underscore. D- I don't know why this took me so long to say. You guys you can guys- find me. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can find me at Tori underscore deal. I'm a fan watching this show right now. I'm enjoying every episode. I've watched some episodes multiple times. So if you want to chat about it, I would love to hear your thoughts. And we also want to hear listener questions. So please send in listener questions. Also, send cookies to Tori. A lot of them. Oh, all types. God. Inner DMs. Oh, and oh, pictures God. of the cookie monster. Whichever one. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, Anissa, no. <gasps> all right, guys. Well, listen. This is the biggest event in challenge history. It's so much fun to watch. I'm loving it. Anissa, you are absolutely killing it. So make sure that you guys keep watching the Challenge All-Stars streaming now exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. And then go behind the scenes with us on MTV's official challenge podcast infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 live march 20th from the edge at hudson yards in new york city 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.